Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Level Up. This week, we are finishing off our OTB 100 with time management. This is such an important topic when it comes to developing and just sustaining your real estate career. It's really about identifying those opportunities where you can be efficient, effective, and just use your time in the best way possible. So listen in. If you want to have the workbook that we've mentioned we're kind of working through in this episode, you can go to our Level Up Facebook community. The uh, link is in the show notes and you can visit us there, join the group and download all of the resources that we have in for the OTB 100 over the last uh, several weeks that we've done this. So we hope you enjoy and have a great week. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Okay. Good morning, everybody. I hope you're all doing well on this Friday morning. Um, just getting started. Daniel's going to catch up with us in a couple minutes. So um, kind of ironic situation, but um, our daughter is obsessed with this singer, Olivia Rodrigo. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of her. If uh, you have a, a niece or a daughter that's um, you know, 12, 13 years old, you might know about her. But anyway, we're trying to get her concert tickets for this show and it is such in high demand and we've been waiting in this queue for since 10 a.m we managed to get two tickets thankfully but we're able to go back in and get two more tickets and her friend and her mom want to come with us as well so we're trying to get in so daniel's there trying to manage Ticketmaster and trying to get us these tickets so send us some positive vibes to get two more tickets because that would be amazing but we are so happy that we've got her two tickets she's going to be thrilled um but Speaking of time management, I guess it's pretty funny that I'm here now. Daniel's not, and uh, but it is what it is. We make do with what we have, and uh, just want to thank you all for coming. Again, we're on Facebook. Hi to everybody on Facebook and as well on Zoom. Um, as always, feel free to reach out. I mean, send us a message if you have any questions as we go through this presentation. This is the last topic of the OTB 100. Um, thank you all for just staying with us throughout this last 100 days. It's been a lot of fun. It's been great to get to know some of you. Um, shout out to Tara White. Um, she's not on the Zoom call today, but she dropped by our office yesterday with a couple of bottles of wine with an adorable knit or crocheted, I guess, um, bottle holder. And they were so sweet. Um, so just wanted to send her a message to say thank you for dropping by. So let's get started. So today, as I said before, we're talking about time management. Um, what I am going... Oh, I'm just going into the chat here. Did Daniel find the video game? That yes, Cindy, thank you for asking. So yeah, last week, if you missed it, we were saying that we lost a video game that we had hid for our son um, for, for the holidays and we couldn't find where we had hid it. So we actually ended up finding it. It was in a drawer in our mudroom, like tucked behind underneath the box. So it was just kind of random that he happened to stumble across it, but thankfully we found it. So thank you for asking. <laughs> um, so what I'm going to do is just come into this chat and share with you the two um, resources that we have for today. 
Um, so I'm just going to do that quickly. Uh, for the Facebook people, I'll make sure to share it in the group afterwards because um, there's just not a way for me to do that right now. Um, but you can follow along and take notes as you go, and uh, and then we'll and then you can uh, have have it afterwards. Uh, okay, let me just go in here. So time management workbook. So this is what we are going through today. Oh. Yeah, sent successfully. And then the other one that I want to just share with you guys is just a time management worksheet. Um, and we can go through this afterwards. But this is just a way to audit the time that how, how you're using your time on a daily basis. It really gives you a lot of great insight if you can take put aside, you know, or commit to just tracking where your time is going over the next couple of weeks, or maybe in January, um, for the first couple of weeks, just kind of figuring out where it is that you might be losing time, um, kind of what your patterns are in terms of losing focus. Um, so that might be something that's helpful for you. So you have it there in the chat. And so for time management, the first thing that we wanted to review with you guys, if you haven't already um, with your annual plan, just kind of going through the goals that you've set out for yourself. It's really important to remind yourself of this constantly. And we're talking and when we're talking about time management, it's really important to identify the areas or the activities that you need to be doing on a daily, weekly, monthly basis to get you to your goals. So this is just um, a, a page out of our annual guide review. And if you need this, I'm happy to email it out to you guys afterwards. This is one of the first sessions that we did. Um, but this is just kind of a reminder for you guys just to know what you had committed to for next year. And then the next page of that was your action list. So basically, the top three things that you need to be doing for next year that are going to get you to the goals that you want. So for example, if you want to have a community approach to your business for next year, maybe milestone number one is to create a weekly newsletter to send out to everybody in your community. So how are you going to do that? And then steps one, two, three is basically breaking it down. So number one, let's figure out a CRM that I'm going to work with that's going to really help me with the email side of things to automate that part. Step two is maybe collecting email addresses and, and trying to get a really robust list. And then step three is just maybe identifying how it is you're going to lay out your emails on a weekly basis. So that's just an example. Um, and it's definitely something that we did touch upon uh, in, in the previous session, but that's just like kind of a reminder for you guys. So again, it's just reminding yourself what are the steps that you need to take um, in your business in order to get to your goals. Okay, so another quote for you guys, the key is not to prioritize what's on your schedule to schedule your priorities. And this is really important. I think we really lose track when we're in real estate with the everyday things that come up. There's so many last minute things, whether it's a client um, that wants to see a property right away or, um, or something happens at your listing, you have to go to it. Maybe the lockbox is frozen or something like that. So you've got to really, um, it's really important to prioritize into your schedule the things that are going to move your business forward. And it, as I said, it's really hard to do that when things are kind of coming at you all at once. So this session is going to hopefully allow you to figure out where you can prioritize things, um, understanding that obviously things are going to come up from time to time and you've got to address those as well in real time. Um, 
So we want to identify what are the common money-making activities. Those are the things that need to be prioritized. And again, I know we talk about social media a lot, and it's, it's in a lot of your strategies for next year to just create a really good social presence. Um, but there's got to be purpose behind it. And I think a lot of time we get lost with just doing things that we think might might help further our career, but really it doesn't align with our goals. It doesn't align with our approach. And so it's really important to identify those money-making activities that are going to move your business forward. So some examples we put out here is setting appointments, making phone calls, um, reaching out to your database. That's huge, especially for repeat and referral business. Um, looking at real estate news and statistics. Uh, maybe you've got some of your clients set up on property matches. Like obviously you want to go in there, review the, the list, reach out to your client if there's anything that might be um, something that they want to see, previewing properties, um, and then meeting with past clients, just catching up with people, doing pop buys. I know a lot of you have that in your plan for next year, or you're doing that now over the holidays just to reach out to your clients. So identify what those money-making activities are for you, because those are the things that need to be prioritizing. Doing that reel or that TikTok, it's fun to do, but is that really going to further your business? You've really got to separate those things out to make sure that you've got a really strong and um, like just very strong focus for, for the day and for the week. Um, another important piece for us is training and education, especially nowadays. The real estate market is changing so much, as you guys know, not only with the, the real estate news that's coming out, the statistics that are changing day by day, um, the, the, the bully offers and multiple offers and all that kind of stuff, but also um, just in terms of, let's say you've got like an online strategy to you know, use Facebook ads to drive business to your website or something like that. Facebook ads, like the rules, um, what, what to know is always changing. So you really have to stay up to date with that. I think the problem we run into is we are constantly bombarded in this industry with all these different training and education pieces. Like there's so much out there. There's so many great conferences out there that yes, we want to go to, but again, it's about identifying what are the things that are going to further your business, that are going to equip you with the knowledge that you need to know in order to really focus on your priorities for the year. So there's a lot of training education out there. It's really about making sure that you're identifying those things that are going to further your career. So if you see an email that comes out from maybe your local board that says, next week, we're going to be talking about um, how to use this new system or how to, how to set up your clients on, um, on a property search or I don't know, something that's just really not going to be that useful for you, but you just jump on it because you see it as an opportunity. Um, always take a step back and ask yourself the question, is this going to further my business? Is this going to help me in achieving my goals for next year? And if it's a no, then say no to it. Cut ties. There's so many things out there. So you just have to figure out what to say no to. That's really important. Um, so there's, as I said, conferences, webinars, Practicing scripts, that's really huge. And if you have people in your office or maybe other colleagues um, in, in other brokerages that you can team up with to practice different role plays. Um, I know in our brokerage, we do a bi-weekly role playing session where our agents will bring different scenarios to us just to work through and figure out the best kind of way to approach situations, how to 
how to talk things out with clients when it's a difficult conversation. The more you get comfortable with those conversations, the more you're going to become confident um, in, in when you're out there talking to clients. And then obviously brokerage training sessions as well. And then finally, time suck, sucks and wasters. What We've got to be real with ourselves. What are the things that we are doing that is sucking the time away from allowing us to be productive? Consider, again, social media, I say that a lot just because it's a big one for me. I know um, chats with colleagues. We're not so much in the office right now, but you know, when we do get back to the office, it can be very easy to get distracted by just talking with colleagues about different things that really aren't going to further our business. It's good to be social, but you've got to have to recognize there's a time and a place. And when you really need to get down to work, maybe the office might not be the best setting to do it if it's filled with other people. Um, Unnecessary meetings, checking your email constantly. That's a huge one, especially because we're constantly updated on our phone. We get the dings and we're like, oh, what's next? Like who's, who's trying to reach out to us? Um, so again, setting some time aside in the day to address your emails is good, but constantly checking it is really going to distract you for the, from the things that you're trying to get done in a day. Um, maybe there's particular clients who are not worth your time and saying yes too often. We've, we've worked with a lot of our agents this past year, um, in terms of saying no to particular clients, whether it's a rental client that just doesn't have a budget that can, that can support what they're looking for or maybe their, you know, their, their credit score isn't great and they're probably better off trying to find something privately versus working with an agent. There are those times. And so recognizing that um, and, and identifying those clients that maybe you just need to say no to sometimes. And that's okay. Um, you know, there, there's clients that I've worked with in the past where I, even if, even with the commission that I've earned, I haven't, it wasn't worth it to me. There was so much stress involved in the entire process. So try to say no more than you say yes to those, to different opportunities. Um, Cause you really have to get hyper-focused on your goals for next year in order to be able to achieve them. Again, feel free to, um, uh, chime in at any time if you guys have any questions or want to make any comments as it relates to your own experiences. Because the more I know, there's a lot of people on here that could probably provide some good insight. I'm here now, by the way. I know, oh, hello. I know, I know you can't see me. Yes. Hello. I can now. Did you get more tickets? I did not. I'm. 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 Sort of in the in the vein of what this is all about. I'm prioritizing. And I told myself I would take 10 additional minutes to try to get what appears to be a really random pair that doesn't want to be sold because it keeps showing up. Um, Mm. So to say I'm not still clicking while I'm talking to you right now would be a lie. (laughs) But this system, I don't know what you've told everybody, but uh, Ticketmaster has, they've identified me as a bot. They believe that I am a computer because the clicking is happening too fast. And so when I do get through, it says... We're not selling to you. But anyway, um, we wouldn't want to be time wasting. That's right. Yeah, I do. Um, Um, So Richard just chimed in with a comment. So we're just going through kind of like the different things to keep in mind, like time wasters, money making activities, all that. Um, And Richard says saying no to the wrong client is the beauty of being self-employed. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Yeah, you, that, that, you, that might be one of the biggest time wasters out there, hidden and disguised as a money-making activity. Yeah. Yeah. If you can 
the, the power you feel when you say no to certain people that just, um, uh, that are just going to waste your time. It, it, it feels good. It's just like a weight off your shoulders when you finally do that. And once you do it and know that you can do it with other people, if it makes sense, um, it allows you to just feel more confidence in picking and choosing the people that you want to work with at the end of the day. Absolutely. Um, so do you want to jump into this? Yeah. Well, yeah. It's throw like, you right in. <laughs> I, I've been here the whole time. What do you mean? Um, <laughs> Unless we want to sing Olivia Rodrigo songs for a bit. <laughs> we might at the we, end. We might have like a We had a party. serious, I, I shouldn't say we, but you had a serious dance session yesterday. I got in a, in a very, our daughter's got a, a unique dance that is equal parts funny and disturbing. <laughs> but anyway. It was fun. Kitchen dance parties are the best. Anyway, yeah. moving on. So, so with everything we talk about, and, and we really try to keep the entire focus of the OTB 100 consistent, this is no different when it comes to not just breaking things down, but connecting everything together. And that is what we've got to do here. So you've identified to some degree what money-making activities are, what the time wasters are, what training and things like that you have to do. But to make them effective you actually need to say, okay, which of these or how do I, with these, make them connect to the goals that I've set up in my annual planning? So when we started this whole process, week two of the OTB 100 was uh, devising your annual plan. And a lot of time was put into creating the tactics and creating all the things that go into helping achieve those milestones. This is when it comes to time management, the time where you need to say, okay, there's all kinds of activities that are geared towards money-making that maybe you do now or you're thinking about doing, but which are the ones you need to do to actually get you to your goals? And then in the spirit of breaking things down, how frequently and when do those activities actually need to take place? So uh, not necessarily I need to do this on Wednesdays, but is this the kind of thing that is a daily occurrence that you need to be looking at every day? Is it something that's weekly? Is it something that's monthly? Is it maybe something you just need to uh, schedule in once a quarter or once in the whole year? But in order to plot things in, similar to the workflows from last week, you need to have more of an identity to what the money-making activities are. So in this worksheet here, you'll see that it basically puts into, into writing I guess what I just said, which is um, what are the tasks you need to do on a daily, weekly basis in order to reach your goals? What's your hourly commitment a day and or week and or month? So not just how often is it, but how much are you committing in that frequency to actually getting it done? Mm -hmm. List them out, plot in how much it's going to take from you and move on to the next section, which is going to be the next type of activity, which is training and education. And it's the second of two knowingly useful things you need to schedule into your day. And, and I'm not sure when you spoke about time wasting, mm -hmm. it's obviously not something we want to focus on, but it is an, an, an inevitability of our business as well. So we're not going to yeah. treat it like something that is just going to be thrown away. It's just something we need to be aware of, but we're going to do the same exercise for training and education daily, weekly, monthly, um, some of these you probably already know if you belong to a particular board, if your brokerage has uh, things that are set in stone that help you personally develop, if you do things on your own to develop yourself um, as a business person or in other areas, that's okay. But these are things that you know you're developing 
for yourself that connect to your goals once again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then another thing that you want to focus on is um, your systems. And the OTB 100 has been all about setting up your system. So ideally, if you've gone through this, there's probably stuff that you have to go back to. But if you can have all the systems in place that tie back to your goals, so there might not be certain things that you need to do, but um, you know, buyer seller presentations, those are things that all of us need. Um, our branding, having a firm handle on that in order to create templates for social media. Um, your annual plan obviously is a big one. Uh, CRM system, I think everybody should have one, but it's really about identifying which one works for you based on the goals that you've set out for yourself for the year. Um, so it, it, it all ties back to your plan, but identify what, it, what systems you need to have in place next year, running behind the scenes so you can be out there talking to more people and making more relationships because that's ultimately the money-making activities that you need to be doing. So we ask here, what systems do you still need to implement? Um, and don't, like, don't feel bad about this. Like Honestly, for the first five years of my own career, um, I didn't have a CRM and, you know, I'm kicking myself now because like, I realized how important that aspect of the business is, but um, we all start somewhere. And even if you've been in the business for a long time, you might not have a set listing presentation. You might just be kind of flying, um, flying by the seat of your pants all the time, which is, you know, that's how it goes. But if you can really nail down the systems to get you started for next year, it's just going to be so um, valuable for you. How does one fly by the seat of their pants? What is the what is the term? It's not fly. What is it? Is that what it is? Fly by the yeah, seat I, of your pants? I, I, I know by the seat of your pants. And maybe it's fly. I'm just trying to visualize what that would actually be. <laughs> I was actually thinking as I said it, I'm like, I don't know if this is the right thing to say. Um, but anyway, I hope everybody understands what I meant by that. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm literally, I'm thinking about my own bum right no. now and flying around. <laughs> Like, is it like somebody's carrying you like, like, you know, storks carry babies? Like, is it they're carrying me by like the seat of my pants and I'm flying and being held up by the seat of my pants? I, or is, my, well, is the seat of my pants what I, what actually flying? What I meant flying? is that you're just kind of like going about things and you're, with no plan. Like, you're, you're, do you oh, know no, no, I know the saying. I'm, I'm oh, not okay. that. You, you're just I, kind I just, of analyzing the saying. I'm just trying to figure out who came up with that and what it means. I'm, I'm okay, going to look that up after, after the show. Okay. Richard says it definitely, it's definitely fly, but it doesn't make much sense. That's probably why I I paused uh, before. Uh, Okay. It means instinct rather than logic. See, that makes sense, Bev. Yes. Like, okay. Because by the seat of your pants, like that is, it's always just kind of, yeah, without thinking. Yeah. Like, yeah. I still don't know why it's the seat of your pants. (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Um, Cindy asked about um, CRMs. Um, We did do a session on, well, actually two sessions on CRMs um, that you can go back to, but Mm -hmm. um, the more common ones that we've encountered um, that we would recommend looking into, I guess, um, exact is one follow-up boss. Um, If you want one that kind of ties into a a website and getting online leads, agent locator is another one. Um, Feel free guys, if you want to jump in on the chat. Um, with other suggestions, but those are the ones that we've, we've used or our agents are using currently. And, and 
the the key message from when we've talked about CRMs, and and I do encourage you if you haven't, it doesn't have to be our session, but looking into them, it's all about what you're going to use in the end. It's what are you going to make use of? What are the features you're looking for? Um, I do think there might have been past podcast episodes we did on um, CRM also, and. Also, once OTP 100 is done, which is effectively now, like our podcast is shifting back to good old school content about stuff. So I'm sure we'll talk more about CRMs. But yeah, reach out to people who are using it's a great them. question. Yeah. Do the free trials. The um, best CRM is the one that you're going to use. So correct. just keep that in mind. Um, don't oh, don't yeah. pick it by the seat of your pants. <laughs> exactly. What is happening? With what? Is there a dog oh, do moving furniture um, around? That's above my head. I'm oh, pretty okay, sure sorry. the ceiling is going to cave in right oh, now. Okay. With yeah, we've like got a, it. literally a kitchen table and or the kitchen sink. Okay. Actually, I'm right below the kitchen sink right now. Okay. Good to know. Which okay. happens to be clogged, everybody. <laughs> this is a gong show of a day. <laughs> Guys, and like we are literally flying by the seat of our pants right now. <laughs> but you know, it, it's funny because I know we did this session last year and yeah. I, I haven't watched it. I don't rewatch the things we do, but I'm guaranteeing you we opened it by making some sort of an ironic comment about how we're talking about time management yeah. because there isn't a day goes that goes by that isn't a bit of yeah. a time management joke. Now we get things done and it's by following a lot of these processes, but at the end of the day, as with everything, don't feel like you're not achieving, you know, the optimization of your time management just because things are stressful or lots of crap is happening. Because that's reality. That's life. Um, this is really just about putting yourself in the best position to not have a heart attack, right? And to feel like you're moving forward, right? Because right. there's people who have time managed and things get done, but then the day ends and they say, like, what yeah. did I really accomplish? I, I look back on my day and it wasn't anything good. This is built to not just fill your day with things and direction that you know you're going to be doing, but actually make it useful and, and point you towards your goals. Yeah, so. exactly. It's 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 strategic. Um, okay. And then basically you want to plan it out. So if you've got a couple of systems that you're still yet to implement for your business based on your goals for next year, how are like, let's, let's chop it down. You don't have to attack a buyer presentation and have it all done within a day. Like you can have it done within, you know, maybe a month, like be, be reasonable with yourself. Like what's you, you've gotten this far without the system. So it's not the end of the world. If it takes you an extra couple of months to actually put it into place. I think a lot of people like get wrapped up in trying to do it all at the same time. They realize like they map it out. They're like, Oh crap. Like this is going to take me too long to do. And they end up not doing it. But again, breaking it down, like if you want to put out a guide for first time home buyers, for example, page by page, section by section, map it out. How is it going to look? Um, it doesn't have to be so complicated. And another suggestion for you guys is talk it through. If you've got a coach, if you've got a manager that you're, you're really close with, or you can trust and you can ask questions to, if you've got a colleague, bounce these ideas off people, ask them like, how can I schedule this out? So it actually gets done. Because I think what happens a lot of times is when we're actually in our business and we're kind of getting all wrapped up in the little details, we lose sight of like the fact that it's really not going to take you 
ultimately that long to do something, but we, we end up like getting these ideas in our head that it's just impossible or it's just too hard. So ask somebody else and, and help them or ask them for help in, in terms of how you're going to plan this all out. Cause it can really be helpful to get a second opinion. Okay. So we're going to go to the third piece there, which is the time sucks. And again, this is about optimizing the way you suck your time, right? <laughs> if that makes sense, right? There's certain things that we know are going to distract us. And to be happy, sometimes we need those. Like sometimes the distractions are part of being efficient. Um, they're a necessary break from being on all the time. But it is so much better for you when you've actually got the ability to schedule those distractions in and to understand what they are and when the best times to do them can be. So the first thing you need to do is identify them. What is distracting you on a day-to-day basis, on a week-to-week basis, just in general? Who distracts you? And this is a, a, a pretty important one as well, because sometimes we only put it in the context of, well, I look at my phone and that's distracting. But sometimes There's people or situations in our lives that are just always distracting and we need to identify that. Also things like, it's really the who, what, where, why, when, how, I think I said when twice, but what places distract you. It's really just in general, look at the things that take your attention away from what you should be doing and just accept the fact that you're not going to get rid of all of them. But just because we can get rid of a few of them, which is possible, it also makes sense to schedule some in. So let's say, for example, we have an example here of social media. You know that you go on your phone and you like to scan through stories or you like to stay in tune with what's happening with everybody else, blah, blah, blah. That's fine. It's a distraction. It might not lead to your ultimate goal. But if you're the kind of person who is dropping into your phone every time there's a lull in the action and for five, 10 minutes, which turns into 20, which turns into 30, that's happening three, four times a day. That's where you have a problem. Schedule in what is the amount of time and the time of day that I'm going to do this every day. If it's a day, if that, as an example, let's say you say maybe in the morning and in the evening, I'm going to put 15 minutes aside to go through social media. And that's going to be my me time of distraction of social media. That is way more efficient, not just because it's not taking your whole day, but also because it, um, what's the word? It, it kind of uh, uh, formalizes the timing of your day and it leaves all the blocks that you need to schedule open so that you know the distractions won't get in the way. Um, call it, if it's at the end of the day, it's a bit of a carrot to wait for at the end of the day. Um, but it takes discipline because distractions are there to try to work against your schedule. They're there that anytime you have a little bit of a lull, it's there, it's your, it's your cozy distraction. That's what it is. So schedule in the daily distractions, schedule in weekly distractions. Um, so client update calls, we have that in there as a distraction. It is potentially part of your business as going through social media updates are. However, Is it making you money right now? No, it's just part of your system. It's part of it in some ways, increasing your knowledge and it's keeping contact with people, but make sure all of those things are scheduled in. Don't make it something that, you know, you have to do it or want to do it, but you'll do it when there's time because that's when time management falls apart. And 
generally speaking, no matter how busy or not you are, everybody has a moment where they say, I just don't have the time for this. Mm -hmm. Right. And if that's what you fall to, then if there's things that aren't prioritized and scheduled, you're never going to have time for them either, which includes the stuff that's a bit of a time waster. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. I feel like it's hot. I should have had my, uh, my Spotify on to like put up the music. Jeff, who sings that? Drop it like it's hot. Yeah. Snoop. Oh, Katie, try to get at you. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. All right. Schedule in your real estate. Like it's hot. Oh boy. All right. Got an attitude. Drop them like it's hot. Okay. Move on. Okay, I foresee like, and this is going to be a huge distraction, but I think you should do like a music video with this. Dropping our schedule in like it's hot or just in general. I'm all about making music videos. No, no, I'm saying like, like maybe this could be like the OTB 100 um, song video of the year. Maybe, (laughs) maybe it's hot. It could be, it could be about when to drop your clients. Yeah. When a client got an attitude. Drop them like like it's hot. Okay. All right. Is everybody everybody in on this? Can we can we all have you in this video? This music Once video. Discount on commission. Drop, drop it like it's hot. Like it's hot. Okay, anyway. <laughs> okay. So we'll record it everybody together. One team, one vision on this one. Okay. But anyway, so, for those of you who don't even know what we're talking about, yeah, Drop It Like okay. It's Hot is a exactly to late nineties rap song by at the time yeah. Snoop Doggy Dog, more commonly referred to as Snoop Dog now. Okay, you're going way too much into this. I thought we were going back to our presentation, but you're just going back. You're, no, I'm time you're, you're, you're I'm time, showing people totally what happens time when we waste time. All right, shut Show it down. Show up late, distract. True. Okay, so what we mean by drop it like it's hot is you're going to take all of your daily and weekly activities that are money makers, the things that you need to, um, the time wasters that you're, you need to put into your schedule. Um, and your training and education and put it into your schedule. If it's not written down, if it's not scheduled in, it is not going to get done, including times where you have to work on your systems. And I would recommend that you take a lot of blocks in the morning to do a lot of the systems work, a lot of the work within your business, because typically afternoons and evenings are when you're going to be with clients, when you're going to be getting phone calls, all that kind of fun stuff. So if you're able to um, get get rid of the stuff that you like want to get done and, and have it completed by you know the af- by noon let's say I guarantee you're going to feel like you're a lot more productive um, rather than trying to fit it into a schedule where you're getting phone calls and and out on client appointments and that kind of stuff so put it into your schedule like it it, it allows you to really look at it and, and understand if it makes sense how it's going to work for you on a weekly basis. Um, just, just really, really use it as a, as a tool to to understand how your week's going to flow. Um, and then, same thing goes for monthly. Um, let's say you've got your three milestones. You've got um, the different ways that you're going to get to your profit goal. Um, you've got to start with one. You can't do it all at once. So maybe slotting in your first, your number one priority milestone is in January. The next one's going to happen in April that you're going to start tackling it and then so on and so forth. Like um, having the monthly goals is also a really great thing um, to work towards as well and just understand where you want to be. Yeah. And remember, schedules are a version of a workflow. Like 
these yeah. images that are here are just a workflow with months and days of the week on them. So using your example, let's say your three milestones, you've got January, April, and, and August is when you're going to start them. You might also put when you want them completed by, but you might then break down those, which you have already into when are all the steps leading to these being done? And how am I going to work that into my weekly schedule? Um, you know, if one of your milestones was develop a video presence, all the things you have to do are part of a workflow in theory that you put together and you've identified the tasks you need to get there, but schedule those in. Like that's what brings it all together because having the plan is great, but not knowing when you're going to get it done doesn't get it done. It's just nice to know. I know the steps. I just don't know when I'm going to do them. So this is your opportunity to finally take all the tactics we've taken from your goals that came from your focus and actually put it into action. And that happens when you throw it in a calendar. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a great example, and it's one that one of our agents is currently working through is switching CRM. So moving all of her clients over, putting in place, you know, some, some just basic um, follow-up strategies, like that could be an example of something that you can complete in a month. Um, so, and again, you're going to break that down further, but if visually you're looking at your calendar and say, okay, January is the month where my CRM is going to be addressed once and for all, it will be done. Um, that is, is a great, great way to kind of use this tool and look at things. All right. Okay. Sorry. Um, I'm just, I'm staying muted because of the explosions happening above my head. That's okay. Um, so I do, uh, sorry, just a comment here from Richard. I do most important stuff in the mornings. I have more energy before lunch than after lunch, knowing yourself well and following your templates to do lists, helping productive. Definitely. And that's the thing, like I, some people aren't morning people. Um, and that's, that's totally fine. Like if you find something works better for you, then, then go with that. Don't go with what everybody else is doing. Go with what works for your schedule. Right. And, and your so, family life too. So just, that's another comment. Yeah. So when a lot of people think of the word habits, I think without putting it in the context of time management, habits almost have a negative connotation. Like you think about bad habits and the goal of all of this is to develop good habits. It's to do the same thing that, you know, maybe people think is a bad thing, but to make it good. That was a really roundabout way of saying, let's talk about habits. <laughs> um, so in order, like scheduling things in is great. But the point of doing that is to start to automate your mindset towards things and to start to have a bit of a, an approach to things that just is part of who you are. And that's what habits are. These are some of the ways to start to establish habits that are lasting for you. First of all, we've written down our priorities. We've talked about our goals and the things like that. But when you actually put it down there and continue to focus on it and to go back to the things that are written on a piece of paper it makes sure that you're clear with what it is you're intending to do. And it keeps reminding you about why you're here, right? When we started all of this on the first page of the annual plan at the beginning, the whole reason for setting out numbers and goals and all that was tied to something that drives you to do your business, your why, right? So when you're building your habits, it's because you're working towards the why, but don't lose sight of the fact that that is why you have the habits also. So one thing feeds the other. Um, also, when you're able to keep an eye on what you're doing in real time, which is the approach that we take with all these milestones and all these steps that go towards it, it keeps you motivated 
and it keeps you aware of the fact that you're moving forward. And when you feel like you're moving forward, you want to keep moving. When you feel like you're in a rut or in a hamster wheel or moving backward or whatever, you start to get complacent. You start to question whether you're doing the right thing. And that's when habits can't develop or that's when bad habits start to form because you feel like I'm not getting anywhere. Why do I keep doing this thing on my schedule? That's why creating habits that tie to your, to your plan and keeping an eye on how you're doing as you go so that you can actually congratulate yourself for the stuff you're achieving helps develop the habits. Habits are simplifying your day. They're there because they keep things consistent. They save you all that time of wondering what you're supposed to do each day. It says here, eliminating decision fatigue, which is a real thing. We oh, still 100%. run into it all the oh, time. All the time. All the time. Oh my um, God. The time I, I waste daily on, on, deci- on making decisions. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. We, we've had decisions we're working on and arguing back and forth about for years, literally years. And we've had the same conversation month after month, week after week. And again, it's because it happens to everybody, but the moment you set your mind to something and stick to it, that gets that out of the way. Yeah. You're on a yeah. plan and developing right. a habit does that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, the goal is this is what's getting you where you want to go. Full stop. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's just really helpful to have it as a habit, like an example, like it, I know we talked about like the weekly newsletter before, if you have a set day and time every week, while you're, when you're putting that out there, it just helps to really strat- like strategically put into place the, the things that you need to do for the week to get that out there. Um, so, so that's, or like a lot of people have social media posts that like, you know, it's, it's local business Tuesday or whatever it is, but like, if they have it set, if it's every week, they know they're doing it and that their clients can expect it. It just really allows you to create a really strong, um, schedule for yourself and strong focus for what it is that you're trying to do. Absolutely. Um, and that is all. For that, um, I'll go quickly into the um, uh, where is it? time audit worksheet. Just this is the other thing I shared in the chat. Um, can you guys see this? Daniel, are you getting tickets or can you see this? No, no, I see it. Oh, I oh you're asking everybody else. Well, <laughs> well, they're on. They're in the chat. Well, they can't, Rich, I know they can't Richard answer. Yes. You can just say <laughs> Richard said yes. We've got a very participatory group. Oh, thank you, Richard. At least somebody is helping me out here. Um, yeah, so this is uh, something that I, I got from another resource, um, The Organized Life. But if you want to use this just to um, track your time over like a week or two weeks, it has to be a typical week, a work week that you have. But this is really helpful if you can dedicate the time that you need to really figure out where your time is going. You will be shocked sometimes at, at the things that you find you, you end up doing in your day or like how a half an hour can quickly go away simply by um, answering a few random emails or, you know, whatever online shopping or whatever people like to do with their days. But, and it's not to say that you can't have that time to enjoy, to do things that you want to do. Like I like going through people's stories and seeing what they're up to or looking at the newest TikTok trends and trying to replicate them really, really pathetically. But it's, it's things that I like to do, but there's a time and a place. And if you're continually checking in on those things, like, every hour or every few hours, that is when it becomes a distraction. So 
figure out the things that you enjoy doing them, do them, but do them with a purpose and do them with, with a set schedule in mind. And that is that. So that is in the chat as well. Um, yes, I will reshare it because I think anybody that came in afterwards didn't get it. So let me just come in here quickly and, and reshare that for you guys. Don't know if I can. So now another note here from Salima. Yeah, turning off notifications, putting your phone away from your desk. Mm, I mean, 100%. the phone is the greatest tool and the greatest distraction all wrapped up into one little rectangle all the yeah. time. Mm -hmm. And you just have to be able to discipline yourself. Turning off notifications is a great one. Because mm -hmm. um, you can just, you can get lost in that thing. Oops, sorry. I meant to stop share. There we go. There. Hello. <laughs> Richard is being distracted by the chat messages. It's true. There's like technology is a great thing, but the reality is technology has created outlets for us to be everywhere all the time. And that's a tough thing, right? Like there's a reason people I would argue are less efficient on mass now than maybe they were 30 years ago, 40 years ago, before everything was available on some version of a screen. Right. And with each, development that's made out there technology is built to make things easier but it's also inherently making us be everywhere at the same mm -hmm. time which makes it hard to focus so self-discipline is so key to all of this stuff time management is what helps formalize your discipline but it's still on you to follow the actual schedule and the actual management you put out there mm -hmm. yeah anybody have any other questions Salima, hi. No questions, just saying hi. Hi, thanks for popping on. <laughs> thank you. It's very informative. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, no, thanks guys for coming along with us in this last 100 days. It's crazy to think that we're 100 days in. It's just nuts. Almost. But I mean, almost, yeah. Let, the next week's supposed to be a wrap up, but um, Keep the yeah. Change. Well, we'll maybe have some something to drink together or something <laughs> yeah we could do we could do a session next week where everyone just brings a little treat for themselves i didn't know the right word <laughs> so where are you going with that <laughs> it's in the a.m but it's you know it's like yeah. they say it's it's 8 p.m somewhere yeah so it's all good but anyway oh and our daughter right now is sending a lot of emails in a row wondering if we got tickets which means <laughs> she's not in class <laughs> or she is and she's or she's just, in class she's distracted she's, just, <laughs> she's very distracted. only she knew oh my god she's gonna go crazy she is gonna lose her mind but that's yeah. good yeah all right well and with does anybody that, have any other questions it's so nice to see everybody's faces i should take a picture if anybody else wants to come on take a picture i'll tag you guys come on David, Richard, Cindy, Denise. <laughs> oh, you're calling people out. Yes. Like, uh... <laughs> Let's see if we can get everybody on. Hi, David. There we go. We got people. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm going to change to gallery. Oh, Look, oh somebody left. Who <laughs> left? Like, oh, That's not cool. <laughs> All right. I'm taking a photo. I could lift the dog up. He wants to be in the picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Richard, we're going to film her, actually. I'm going to, well, I don't know. We're going to figure that out, but I'm definitely going to film her. Like, it's like, oh, when, like we when we got a dog. The dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. All right. Smile. Cheese.
Thanks, guys. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us. We had so much fun with you guys, getting to know you guys a little bit. And um, anytime you want to reach out, just let us know. We'd, we'd love to chat more. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Have a great weekend, everybody. Happy holidays. Thank you. All the best. Thanks again. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye, Bye. Level up, 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 level up,